This episode of What's the Story podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including yours truly and my immaculately groomed co-host, Graham Merrow Merrigan. Now, if you're in the market for some beautiful town halls, we have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use the code WTSPOD at checkout. And that's available worldwide. So if you're in Ireland, the UK, the US, Europe, Canada, Australia, doesn't matter. Use WTSPOD at checkout. You'll get that discount and that free shipping. Now, we've been banging on about Manscaped for a good while in this podcast. So I'm going to assume a lot of you out there are already using the good old Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer that features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce those grooming accidents like nicks and tugs and scratches and all the things you get with lesser blades. I'm going to assume you're already benefiting from that advanced skin safe technology that Manscaped have. I'm also going to assume that your nasal hair and ear hair are completely under control. That they get regular trimmages thanks to the weed whacker. I'm going to make that assumption. What I'm here today to tell you about, lads, is Manscaped's brand new peak hygiene plan. It's a, it's just it's a cracking little package. That's what the ladies will say when you use the lawnmower, what? Anyway, it's a great little plan. <laughs> and it's a membership and it's a member's portal that allow you mix and match and tweak and pick and you can do all those things with all the different Manscaped products that you want and love. So Rather you want some ball deodorant, rather you want some replacement blades, rather you want some foot deodorant, rather you want a bit of ball toner, rather you want an old crop mop, the old ball wipe. You can mix and match, you can pick whatever you want, you get a scent to you, straight to your door, hassle free, so that your town hall hygiene is always going to pass inspection. You want more though? You want more good news about it? I mean, they give you a free gift. Yeah, that's right. You're not just getting discount with air code. You're not just getting great balls. You're not just getting clean and fresh and looked after. You're also getting a free gift every time. Isn't that good, huh? So your replenishment pack always comes with something a little bit extra to put a smile on your face. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code WTSPOD at checkout. You get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the code WTSPOD. Put Handsome on autopilot with the new peak hygiene plan from Manscaped. Hello everybody and welcome to WTS232. My name is Danny Murray. And I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Graham. Are you keeping well yourself? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Many thanks. I like that we've just naturally, with no rehearsal whatsoever, <laughs> <laughs> gone into this tone of an RTE news reporter delivering a special report from outside government buildings. Yes, me too. It's about the COVID-19 restrictions being lifted. 
sources say that the government do <laughs> indeed have a roadmap into the future, but they've just misplaced the map temporarily, and as soon as they find it, we'll be on the way. Until next time. Good night. I've been very American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we won't do that again. Yeah, no, we definitely won't do that again. Yeah, a lot of people just switched off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. For those who have come back, many thanks for joining us again this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was about 90 seconds of entertainment just for me and Merrow there as we just... Yeah, that's all that matters. Um, yeah, man, how are you? You good? How are you keeping? Yeah, all good. No, no worries, yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I got the first part of my vaccine uh, this weekend, just gone. And, uh, you lucky I, bastard. AstraZeneca. I, I have no inclination if I'm going to vote Tory anytime soon. So so far, <laughs> no side effects. Um, but, but, You're voting yeah. Leo now, aren't you? <laughs> Getting the fucking bin. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's... I'm, I'm easy for me to say, you know, so I've had the shot in the arm, do you know what I mean? But, uh, Judging by the amount of people they got through in the the half, I was in the vaccination clinic a half an hour. That's it, and I'd say they got through about easily between fifty and twenty people in the thirty minutes I was there. Pretty good. So positive. Yep, that's it. Easy for me to say because you know I have job, but uh, I'm I'm optimistic now, and I think hopefully, hopefully, more and more. Well, it was announced this evening. Um, we're recording on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and. It, it was announced this evening that Johnson Johnson are we are getting two hundred, no, two point two million, um, Johnson Johnson in mid April. Ireland are getting two point two million Johnson Johnson. Yeah. Just, 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 Ooh. just bear with me there. Just bear with me there, because your reaction would suggest that I'm talking shite. I, I would have thought you're no, it could be like we care, but I mean two I point. Thought, okay, so pharmaceutical giant Johnson Johnson says it will supply Europe with two hundred million coronavirus vaccines to wow. Europe include Norway and Iceland in the second half of April. That was from CNN and then Gav Riley quoted it saying, oh, not everyone needed a second shot. 2.2 million of these are on the way to Ireland. Amazing. And that, Johnson Johnson, you only need one. That's that's the one job beauty. It's not a, it's not a double yeah. job. Aaron. That and it only a, needs to be in a normal fridge as well. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a that's a fucking game changer. Like if they start rolling off the boats and into the vans and into people's arms, into the arms. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's then then we're we're in good nick lads and then we're fucking digital as the fella says. Oh, listen, listen now, boy. Uh, but yeah, as we're recording this, it's a lovely sunny evening. Hopefully, we plenty more of them the summer to come. And who knows, you might actually get one or two of them in a beer garden or down the pier with a teddies or, in my case, mm-hmm. down around the roundabout because. No fucking places to go in Port Leash. It's a fucking place for misery. That's about <laughs> it. But anyway, I'll be able to leave me five kilometers. I can go up to the so border. Is, is sorry now, but is that mm. you might have said already? But is AstraZeneca two jobs? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so when's your next one? Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks between the two jobs for AstraZeneca. So Lovely. June, some stage in June, um, I should get a call to go back. So. Uh, like in fairness, the, the nurses now were absolutely brilliant, and the the the, the nurse who gave me the injection, she told me what it was, uh, explained side effects to me, asked me did I have any questions. Um, she then kind of explained what's going to happen, blah blah. The whole thing only took, I'd say, like from the time I walked into the, the room where they give you the needle, I'd say I was in there about four minutes, definitely less than five minutes, uh, and grand, not a bother. Like she. Are you sure now? Do you want to ask any questions before I do this? No, fire away. I'm very happy with this. Thanks a million. 
excellent alright 3-2-1 boom that was it and I mean I felt Unreal. felt a bit Sunday, Sunday when I got the vaccine absolutely grand Monday felt a bit kind of oh Jesus because they're, they're saying the side effects can last up to like 48 hours kind of thing Um so Monday felt a bit and my arm was in fucking ribbons like proper dead arm Um then Tuesday morning bit bad but by Tuesday lunchtime pretty much right as rain you know so oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So f- fingers crossed for everyone else now, and hopefully. And no, no, um, no wings grown out of your back or anything. Nothing, man. Nothing. No. Bill uh, Gates texture or Not yet. No, not yet. But suddenly, my phone started displaying six G. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> for, uh, Danny, who yeah. are we speaking to this week on the pod? Uh, this week we are speaking to Kieran Mulqueen, who is uh, the man behind. A very, very, very interesting Instagram account uh, called Crazy House Prices. Um, Kieran, for the last while, has basically been watching the property market in Ireland and basically saying, This is bonkers and people need to know about it. And uh, he's just a good, upstanding citizen. He's, he's, not, he's not got any vested interest in it, other than he's trying to buy a gaff for the first time himself. And he's out there helping people, giving advice, calling bullshit on some things. And just doing some unbelievable work, and uh, we decided to have a chat with him, and here he is. Delighted to say uh, we're joined this week by Kieran McQueen, who is uh, the man behind Crazy House Prices, uh, an Instagram account that has exploded over the last while, um, dishing the dirt on all the crack that is the property market in Ireland, and uh, having a bit of crack along the way as well. Kieran, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Kieran. And my first question is, why didn't you call it Super Crazy House Prizes? <laughs> thanks, Danny, and thanks, Graham. Cheers for having me on. I actually, the name came from, you guys are probably a bit young for this, but the, the name came from, do you know Fergal Queen of Super Queen? Um, oh, yeah. crazy, crazy prices. There was one in Ballybrack yeah. when we were growing up. There's one in Ballybrack, yeah. That's why I said super crazy house prices. All right, yeah, but that, yeah, that's my. Yeah, sorry, maybe I didn't get your joke. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of people didn't get it, you know. And I, I spent about, I was like, I spent about an hour. Like, I, I found an old YouTube clip of one of the ads. I spent an hour like copying the logo in a graphic. <laughs> piece of, I have a graphic design software, and I copied the logo over, and uh, literally no one. No one got it. Like, <laughs> no, don't worry. We did when we when when I said I to Mero, I said to Mero that you were going to come on the podcast, and we are kind of laughing then, and we are sharing stories about crazy prices became Tesco. I think everywhere, uh, at least did in the black yeah. where we're from. Queen, and, Queensworth uh, was a Queen. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Mero was, and was Tesco, telling me yeah. he was telling me about uh, he uh, he used to go around in the trolley, uh, his granny pushing him around, and he'd be singing <laughs> singing the jingle from tampon ads. Uh, unbeknown to him and I, I started a, a very early career in shoplifting and I was about five years of age so uh, yeah crazy I was singing oh body form body form for you <laughs> and the aisles are super crazy prices not knowing what body form was that's it man Wednesday nights were indeed crazy nights are super crazy prices yeah. um, but how are you how is that fucking tangent there um, that's alright how how and what made you start the account, man? Uh, I, I've, I've done a lot of media over the last uh, kind of month, and this is a question I always get asked. I should really prepare a proper answer, but um, <laughs> I ju- was just like, we're on the house hunt like everyone else, and I was just looking around houses and, on you know, on da- after my home, and you can click like search. 
near me and stuff and just some of the houses come up were, were mental and I, I said this uh, I say this on all, as all my answers is uh, there's always the, go back to the first post on my page it's a little house in Long Lane off uh, Clumbrasso Street and it's a uh, the house is six foot wide and it was up for 265 grand and uh, that kind of that started off with a lot of like really really run down derelict houses going for crazy money but Jesus looking back now that was like I don't know 2019 looking back now it's like Jesus you'd snap them up now because they're they're even more expensive so uh, yeah it's just grown from there really and instead I, I suppose maybe people resonate with with me and Luckily for me and the page, people obviously like listening to someone moan all the time. So it's just gotten it's gotten pretty busy, and my moaning now has gotten bigger. But I try and make a little bit more helpful as well. Every third post I make is uh, like an infographic of some sort where I'll talk a little bit about something helpful. So it's not just me moaning all the time, you know. But, but this is this is well, I don't know if I'd use the word hobby, but like you're not. You're not in the property game as such. You're, you're looking to buy something, but your background and all that, like you're you're a teacher, isn't it? So, how yeah, yeah. what like does this now just taken your life over? Essentially, you're like, well, the Instagram and the Patreon need people fucking, so we better get to it. Like, yeah, it's, it is. It's busy now. Like I say, so I'm a teacher, obviously first myself, my wife are both primary school teachers, and mm. uh, and then I do like a bit of online personal training as well. I was originally a personal trainer before. I was a teacher, been in PT for about thirteen years. So um, that's I. Wow! Well, and then you changed to primary school. Yeah, yeah, it was always the plan to go back and be a primary school teacher. Yeah, so we went back uh, to, as a as a, like a mature student and did a postgrad. So I had my up. had my undergrad and had my honours Irish and all that. So it was always the plan. It was just kind of put it on the long finger because because the PT stuff was was busy and uh, it was always there. So we just I just went back and did it and I still do a bit of online PT. That's uh, it's called Team Queen. It's another Instagram account I have. <laughs> so uh yeah it's it is it's busy it's very busy it is enjoyable though like people people are very nice i don't get much um i don't get much grief on it you know the odd message from an estate agent given out but um they don't they don't come at me too much because they know i'll just screenshot it and stick it up (laughs) (laughs) what would a estate agent be giving out for that you're just exploiting the price house prices just just because uh i suppose maybe yeah but like bringing attention to some of some of their dodgy dealings i suppose uh yeah just that that was only the other day actually the first kind of estate agent coming out but most of most of people are lovely and uh mm. i don't i don't mind um i don't mind putting the work in it's like my wife is very patient <laughs> she puts up with a lot of it <laughs> but yeah i have to i have the patreon and that's great i really enjoy that there's a couple of hundred on that now it's amazing and i do uh give, do give that a proper plug there man how can what, what what is the patreon how can people sign up to it it's just uh, patreon.com forward slash crazy house prices it's on it's in my if you go to my instagram page it's there in the link in bio and all that stuff but <laughs> it's it's great i love it i do like a weekly podcast on it and just kind of 10 15 minutes just running through the kind of roundup of the stuff i've seen during the week so i get sent in like hundreds of messages a day so anything kind of interesting or topical i'll i'll make a note of it and i'll run through it on that uh, 
uh, every week. And then I do kind of like expert Q and A's as well. So I actually get people with qualifications, not just me talking <laughs> shy. And uh, yeah, so like mortgage brokers, estate agents, architects, all that kind of stuff. And I'll get them on and, and kind of pick their brains and the patrons can put in questions. And I do uh, market reports as well for them. So I have, uh, I have free access to this, uh, it's called IPIT's Irish Property Price Index website. And uh, they kindly just threw me a free membership. So, and that you can kind of plug in details as to like an area you can go, say, three beds in Dublin yeah. 14, and you can even go right into a specific area and it'll give you like kind of average prices and all that. It gives you like so much data. So, it's great. So, I do that for people as well. If they're, say, you're looking to buy in Tala in a certain part uh, in Tala, it's a, a two bed under 450 grand or whatever. Um, so yeah do all that it's great so i really enjoy the patreon it makes it a little bit more worthwhile run the page but um yeah, it's gone well long-winded answer there sorry but yeah it's gone well <laughs> you're grand, you're grand. Aaron, fr- friends of work colleagues of mine uh, today we were just having a discussion as we do and uh, one of the guys uh, remarked that him and his partner are ready to buy a house and that they were house hunting in wicklow but they're gonna wait until the pandemic is over because the reason being is because there's only virtual viewings. And I was like, what do you mean virtual viewings? And it's like, you can only buy off virtual viewings. How, is, how the hell does that work? Like people are actually buying houses through virtual viewing. And not only are they buying them, they're buying them 200 grand over asking price. Um, Jeez. It's just, it's, it's, I just, I can't, like when you take a step back and you think about the stuff that's going on, I keep saying it, that, like, I think it's one of those moments where we're going to look back at this in two or three years, maybe when the arse has fallen out of the housing market and the economy and think, what well, what were people thinking buying a house 200 grand over, ask a price, uh, without seeing it, without stepping foot in it. So there is a thing. So you, you have to go sale agreed, basically. So you can go sale agreed through a virtual viewing and then you go in and you have a look at the house and you might say, it's not for me. Uh and then you pull out. But the problem is then people are, people are bidding. I don't know whether they're having a bottle of wine on a Friday night and just losing the run themselves. But like it's, they're going crazy, crazy money over, crazy over the value of the house. And then they can pull out. But the issue is then the ad just gets relisted at what, it's, what it was sale agreed at. So it's inflated again and the prices are already inflated. So it's kind of doubling up and people are panicking. People are, are scared and you've got estate agents and mortgage brokers and the media, like Irish Times and stuff. And like people need to remember, the Irish Times own myhome.ie. So like it's within their interest to, to keep pushing this mania and keep pushing this panic to try and get people to worry and, and, and panic by with, with the worry that, you know, the price are going to go up even more next year. So mm. it's, it's just, it's, man, it's mental. And I think when you, if you take a step back and you think about that, like these are photographs and videos of a house and like I like I struggle even buying a jumper online because I need to be able to try it on. So it's 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 crazy to me to be honest. And like I'm not, and we have like we've put a couple of offers in through yeah. virtual viewings, but I, like never I've always gone way under asking price because like I do I, I'm just one of those people like if I buy something I tend to do a lot of research on it no matter what whether it's a tenner or. Yeah, four hundred grand. <laughs> I and obviously buying a house is the biggest thing you'll ever do. So why wouldn't you do your research? So, uh, like we have put a couple of offers in, but under asking, and then we're getting outbid by crazy money. And 
like the last house didn't even have central eating like it had no gas it was just two fireplaces Jesus, and, man. and a shell so it's it's not as if my standards are through the roof but it's it's just yeah it's madness it's you, you put you put one up recently that uh it's definitely out of my price range uh Mero, you you might be able to afford this one but it was, <laughs> there was a gaff and docky that you put up Keep getting was, those sponsorships in yeah, exactly yeah exactly yeah manscaped will definitely pay us a few quid more if we're lucky yeah. uh We'll be right back to our guest, but first we got to take a quick word from our good friends at Manscaped. We've got good news. They've just launched their peak hygiene plan. Now, this is a little membership portal, lads, and allows you to mix and match all your favourite Manscaped products. And I'm telling you, you want to get in on this because it's going to give you the most hygienic testes in town. Your town halls are going to be superb with this package, all right? So what it allows you to do is to tweak and select all the products that you want. They get shipped to your door directly, hassle-free. You can build the combo any way you want. So you can get a little bit of ball deodorant, a little bit of foot spray, some ball wipes. It allows you to do all of that and your membership price will stay the same. You even get a free gift sent to you every month. This month, the free gift is foot dust or foot deodorant. Massively important. Nothing worse than coming home from a long day, cracking off the air, Jordan. The smell rises up, hits you in the face. Your eyes start to water. The paint starts to peel, your neighbour has to open a window, the dog has ran away from you, your missus is shouting at you, what is wrong with you, did something die in your shoe? None of that will happen when you use this stuff, right? And you get it for free when you subscribe this month. Peak hygiene plan from Manscaped. Head on over at manscaped.com, use the code WTSPOD, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Now, back to our guest. It was, I think it was up originally for about 800 grand. They went in, they completely gutted it. Like, it's it's in fucking bits now. And yeah. they're trying to sell it on for a mill. Yeah. And oh. see, the thing with a house like that is, so they bought, I think it was 885 or something. I don't know. It sold that. It sold for that. And then it was livable. Like, it was, it was a fully formed house, as you would yeah. expect, for nearly a million euro. And then... They went in, they gutted it. I think I don't know what the someone messaged me. I don't I don't want to say in too much detail what, yeah, what yeah. why, but basically they had to sell and but they were in the middle of gutting the house. So the thing with a house like that is you you won't get a mortgage on that. So a bank won't lend on a house that's not livable. There's nothing in it. It's a shell, they've torn everything down. It's uh, it's just the four walls, so uh, and a and a fancy citron outside. So they <laughs> They won't land on that. So I suppose the market that type of house is going after is wealthy people who don't need to go to the bank and ask for money for a million euro and they'll pump a few quid into it and they may flip the house and sell it for two million. I don't know. It's it's another world, but it's it's a, it's another crazy world. But it's just like a bank. That's, that's not even kind of mortgage stuff. That's wealth. That's people yeah. with more money is, than is, like is hot, hot dinners. <laughs> is there anywhere anywhere at all in the country right now that there's a little bit of value to be had or is the entire thing a bit of a shit show Westmead Westmead is the cheapest county in the country I think uh, when I was looking at the last kind of stats uh, I think it's Westmead and Leitrim or Mayo or something as well I think uh, yeah like the prices have gone up outside of Dublin a lot over the last year as people are getting out of Dodge and getting a bit more value for money bigger house a bit more land uh by the sea or whatever and uh so they've gone up i think about four percent over the last year and dublin's just gone up one percent 
So it'll be interesting to see how that goes in terms of work from home could be a game changer for a lot of people. And I know the government are, have just announced that rural Ireland plan. Um, yeah. But judging how the government have done anything, I can't see them doing that well either, considering they can't do anything else well. So, uh, But they've set out this plan to give kind of tax relief and exemptions for people to move to rural Ireland and uh, hopefully kind of bring a bit of life back to rural towns and small towns. So I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it's brilliant. So the idea is that they'll go in and they will, like a bunch of people can kind of get together and mm. turn an old kind of derelict cinema or an old derelict post office into like a co-working space and 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 all that kind of stuff once rural broadband is pushed out so in theory it's a it's a great plan and a great idea and i really hope it works but um i just wouldn't have much confidence in this government to to do anything right really to be honest yeah that's out of us yeah i think uh, yeah like a a lot of the stuff that i've and by no means am I an expert rant like that either but a lot of the stuff that I've kind of seen you post and that I've read or even even listening to you on Dave McWilliams podcast uh, recently as well I don't know it seems to me a lot of the problems that we have now are just compounded by the fact that housing has been ignored for so long like and that's that's the problem like even in my case I mean I'm, I'm originally from Dublin I've moved to Port Leash because I couldn't afford to buy in my area like three bed terraced old council houses built in like the 50s are selling for nearly 400 grand like it's just yeah. like what in the night like how are people buying these and thinking yeah man this is good value like but uh i, I just i don't know I, I look at what what's going on out there with like housing policy and houses even trying to build private houses not, not they say affordable housing but it's not affordable housing not for the average punter anyway like well the problem the problem is if you look at europe the rest of Europe and any countries that kind of do housing well, Austria, uh, Belgium, Germany, they will equate afford affordability to average wage, whereas the way the Irish government have equated affordability is to market market rates of what houses have sold for, so average prices, rather than going back to average wages. So it's mm. it's just totally flawed. It doesn't make sense. They're saying affordability is is five times, six times, seven times the average income. So it doesn't work. That it should be going like if you're in Europe, you're you're paying roughly around thirty-two percent of your net income on rent and around thirty percent of your net income on your mortgage. Around about that. That's affordable for most people. That should mm-hmm. be the way it is. Um but here like you're paying people are paying 60, 70, 80 percent of their net income on on rent or on their mortgage not so much on the mortgage but on their rent so because there's a rental issue then that's pushing prices up people and then there's a lot of foreign investment a lot of vacant properties and they're left owned by big REITs and they're left vacant so that it props up a kind of inflated rental price um so because they can't they don't want to drop the rents and they can kind of sit on them because they're they're just putting money into housing in ireland because it's kind of like the golden goose at the moment around the world everyone wants to all the big, huge investment companies, they want to pump money into Ireland because we're, it's tax-free. They, we have this thing called a, a REIT tax exemption that was brought in in 2014 to try and st- stimulate the, the housing economy again after the crash. And we, But they basically still have that, so they pay no tax. So, so they can charge what they want. They pay no tax on profits anyway. And, uh, and property prices keep going up and up. So... The, the, uh, yeah you're you're right like it's government policy and 
really what other countries will do is they'll put in supply side schemes where they'll improve increase supply and that will naturally bring prices uh, down but our government don't seem to want to use any supply side schemes it's all demand side which are mm. help to buy scheme which push prices up it's the new shared equity scheme that they want to bring in that's also going to push prices up if it comes through so they won't actually i don't know i, I don't know i had a call with Dara o'brien he's the minister for housing yeah and nice guy and it was very kind of him to to have a call with me um how was that how did that come out karen uh i emailed him and his his uh press his press officer or his pr person follows my instagram so she messaged me and was like here Daryl would jump on a call which if you want and i was like yeah and he did say he'd do something for the page i must kind of i have his i have his mobile number actually i must give him a text <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> He's like, he's like, you know, give me a call whenever you like. And he's really nice, and he did seem to genuinely care. But it's, it's, I, I'm always feel like, like, do you, do you actually understand the problem? Yeah. Like, have you listened to any of the experts? Because if you did care that much, you'd be trying to put in some supply side schemes. But he's just like, his thing is, you know, well, these are all these schemes are just like parts of the puzzle, and we have to put the whole puzzle together. And I'm like, by the time you put the whole puzzle together half half of our workforce are going to have emigrated again and they'll yeah. all be over in australia I've, so yeah i've a mental image of that meme that we've all seen over the last week of that little tiny digger trying to dig that giant fucking boat out of the Suez canal right now like um it, it like a part of the puzzle I, I get what he's saying but you're 100 right like by the time they figure out the entire puzzle the gig will be well and truly up like yeah, and my my issue is that there is low hanging fruit there that is easy and immediate to implement that would make a dent in the housing crisis straight away. Things like a vacant property tax or an empty mm. home tax, things like taxing the the foreign investments, don't or just don't let them buy residential for five years or whatever. Uh, don't let them invest in residential and just allow proper working people to be able to buy their own homes rather and just let them work away on the commercial sector or whatever but just don't let them get involved in the residential so canada have have brought in a few things like, like to be fair house prices have gone up all over the world everywhere they've gone mm -hmm. up everywhere so uh it's not just us um but other countries seem to be kind of trying to do something about it like in canada is, they're is, it, COVID, is it covid related around the world as well or is it yeah, that and lack of lack of supply. Just yeah. no government seems to be building anywhere. But like Canada's gone crazy, New Zealand's gone crazy. But they're all they're all putting in policies now, supply side policies and taxes, uh, to help people looking to buy a house rather than corporates and and foreign investment. But we just don't really seem to want it or care. Really, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So, so what comes next for you, then, man? Because you're obviously still on the hunt, then. So. Have you, are you going to still hopefully find something, hope to get something that's a bit of value, or are you kind of saying, oh, I need to pump the brake on this and maybe step away and let the housing market just do what it's going to do? If the arse is going to fall out, the arse is going to fall out and, and see what happens. Yeah. That time. The arse is going to fall out. It's rotten, <laughs> isn't it? When you, it's rotten, isn't it, when you actually visualise it? <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the arse will fall out of your trousers. Um, yeah, we'll, we're probably we're probably gonna put it put it on hold for a little while and see yeah. how it goes. We're lucky. We're we're living at home. We're living in my wife's parents' house. So, um, 
and it's, to be honest, it's an absolutely amazing house. I don't want to leave it, but we, <laughs> we have to. Uh, so you know, I'm getting old, you know, I'm 34, and and uh, it's just as I said on the on the McWilliams podcast, like you kind of delay your life plans and stuff like that because you haven't got a home, but. Like we're very fortunate and I'm aware of that and I'm very grateful for how fortunate we are. We're a lot in a much better position than a lot of people. A lot of people have no option but to buy and they can't yeah. put, put the brakes on. Um, and I know Dave McWilliams is calling for a buyer's strike at the moment and I totally agree. I think because the government aren't willing to do anything, the only thing we can do is a buyer's strike or um, where, where people just, just stop and just refuse to buy these poor quality houses because like they're all they're all in shit like they're all in such bad shape because it's only really kind of probate sales or sales that people just want to get rid of their house it's not they're not nice houses a lot of them mm. and then renovation costs are the highest ever so it's like the only thing we can do is just don't buy them and force the government's hand and put the make the economy kind of stall a little bit and make the government actually do something about it and the only way that will happen is through through a buyer strike but whether or not it will work I don't know because a lot of people can't like they might be stuck with yeah. small in a small place with kids and whatever and I get that I totally understand and people aren't as lucky as me to to be able to stay at home but uh, yeah I don't I don't know what is, is there any um, in terms like in terms of opposition parties and their housing policies is there anything from them that would make you feel a bit positive or is is anything from them working like is there acknowledgement as well from Dara? Uh, O'Brien, that what you were saying, you'll get loads of people immigrating again. Um, the, my issue with politics is, it, like, they just, it's all whataboutery, you know? It's like, yeah. anytime the, the government, occurs, and I think one of the biggest problems at the moment with, with politics and with the ministers is, firstly, I think there are too many men. I think there are too many egos. Um, they cannot simply cannot take criticism they just can't yeah. you say any, like if any of the opposition say anything to them it's just to get so defensive they can't actually have a normal conversation and this is politics across the board they're just always fighting with each other and shouting at each other and they can't they cannot take criticism and they cannot admit a mistake they just won't their egos are too big they will not say do you know what hands up we got it wrong We'll try something else, but they just don't yeah. seem to be able to do that. In terms of policies, yeah, like before the last general election, like everybody kind of published their manifestos, and there was a lot of heat on the the Sinn Fein one because they, everyone was saying, you know, you're getting houses for your building. Where are you going? How are you going to build a house for ninety six grand and all that? But that was a lot of headline stuff. People didn't actually read the read the policies. I'm a loser, so I read every policy <laughs> and uh, I went through them all and the, the figures and all that. And I love the Social Democrats policy. I thought that was fantastic. They tend to, they took a lot from what other countries are doing well, like in, uh, in Austria and the Vienna model and cost rental and all those kind of things. And Sinn Féin's policy was very good. And to be fair, like Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael's policy were okay as well. They, but they just they don't do it like they don't do what they said they were going to do and that's the problem but yeah i did i loved i think probably out of them all i preferred the i think the social democrats housing policy was fantastic and i'm supposed to have keen o'callaghan he's their, their yeah. housing spokesperson i'm supposed to have him on the instagram i just need to he said he'd come on i just haven't got a chance to email him and, and figure out a day um i yeah i like that one but like there there, there are things that can be done it's just and even Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil's policies, uh, housing policy, 
had ideas in it, but they just don't really seem to be doing them. I think we, I think we, we lost Mero there. He'll, he'll jump back in. That was Roy Foy's been on the blink all day. He was saying, but it's um, yeah, it's it's mad. Like I just, I, I don't know. I, I try to stay clear of politics because it just either breaks your heart or makes you want to shout at the telly. And neither one is good at you know nine o'clock in the evening when these shows tend to be on. Like, but yeah. uh, is like for for people like so people messaging you on Instagram that kind of thing. What would be the most common question you're getting asked there? Or what what's the most frequent bit of advice you're dishing out to people um i t- i tend to stay in my lane as well you know i don't mm. I, I don't get out of my own lane i know it's like uh, i i i'm more just empathetic to people i suppose i probably more of an agony uncle than than an advisor um sure what do i know i'm just sure i can't even <laughs> buy my own house I do get a lot of people, I get a lot of messages from people, like I get hundreds of messages every day from people thanking me for, for the page and people are really appreciative and it's gotten to a point now where I'm getting so many that I need to, I need to remind myself that somebody has taken the time out to send me a really nice message and mm. like I, it's, it's almost like I'm kind of getting used to it now and I shouldn't, I shouldn't be like that, you know, it's like people are just so nice. Um, I get a lot of messages people saying thanks like for all your your helpful stuff I've gone sale agreed or I've gone got my mortgage approval and all that and I'm like that's like it's fantastic for, I'm, I'm always the bride bridesmaid never the bride but, uh, <laughs> it's uh, people are just so nice that's the most common thing and then like people will ask me you know what do you think should I buy this should I buy that and I'm like look do, do, not, do not be asking a man on Instagram who just moans all day about like life decisions you've got to make that, those decisions for yourself but I tend to you know if there's any proper like kind of technical questions I'll usually uh, guide them on to somebody qualified uh, that may be able to help them and people are very helpful you've got loads of helpful pages on Instagram there's hundreds of them and every time, every time I look there's a new housing page or a new mortgage broker or a new whatever you know they're everywhere so there's lots of people willing to give their time for free and, and give helpful advice so I tend to just kind of stick in my own lane and and uh, just give it a listening ear I suppose and hopefully help people out in some way Absolutely man yeah well I mean f- fair play to you like I, I, I can't even remember how I came across the page I think somebody might have shared it in one of their stories and I had a quick look but like the stuff you were putting up on it I was amazed to find out that like this wasn't your full-time gig because it's clear there's some amount of work going into the background of it and everything else like so genuinely fair play to you three jobs care on that's why i keep telling my wife <laughs> i was like i've got, got three jobs like i've got three three jobs so uh i know the teaching is great and actually to be honest like it's 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 heavy you know i get a lot yeah. of heavy messages and people people are really in 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 a bad bad way mental health wise like life wise financial wise with with the housing crisis that's going on and it is heavy so like that's why I love being in school and as a, I'm primary school teacher so if the kids are younger I fourth class and I'm in a great school I'm in a school called Canal Way Educate Together it's just beside Guinness there you can smell the hops on the yard it's amazing but unreal they, yeah but the kids are just they're, they're great like they're so positive and energetic and happy and when I'm in there what you class know, have I'm you got? my fourth class so they're around kind of 9, 10, 11 most of them yeah. but uh, it's just that to be, I love being surrounded by that positivity because it can get very negative and I, I can, I need to, I tend to have to try and kind of rein myself in, you know, if I'm getting too negative. My wife usually just kind of gives me a little, she's like, would you, right, 
stop being so negative now we need a bit more positivity so that's what i love about like my my proper job being a teacher is i'm surrounded by kids and their positivity and they're just so happy and that's great and then i get home and i look at my phone and i'm like oh god <laughs> i forgot we're in this mess we're all in this together kieran yeah yeah we are, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, geez, it's just as well Ronnie for our class if it was secondary school you'd probably you know, all the kids on Instagram and all, oh Mr. Mel Queen I've seen it and you'd be like oh, I'll yeah. make that private <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of their parents follow me to be honest uh, that's yeah. grand I don't like I, I never put anything up I, I'm sure I'm a, I'm a good boy anyway I never put anything up <laughs> yeah. I try to not even I try to not even curse on it to be honest I try, I'm, I'm trying to be aware, more aware of that like and uh my wife doesn't like me cursing either. So yeah. um, Melissa, Melissa is her name. I shouldn't keep calling her my wife, but um, Melissa. Hello, like, Melissa. Yeah. Hello, Melissa. She's great. And the only reason the page is gone is because she she's uh, happy enough to let me to let me do all that and and do yeah. work my three jobs, as you said, Graham. While she <laughs> while she uh, does the washing and all that. So she's brilliant. She's That's why she's happy. It's bringing in some moolah. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish it was. I wish it was bringing in more. Uh, well, come on. It's, it's yeah, like, fair, fair play either way man you know it's, it's up nearly 30,000 followers at this stage but as soon as this podcast goes out you'll probably up near 25, 40 or something it's, it's, it's flying when's but, it going um, out next year? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah if, if people do want to check it out as you said it's crazy house prices on Instagram if you're not already following it or if you or anyone you know is, is, is looking at that sort of making a leap to buy a gaff then you, you definitely want to be following Kieran and what he's doing uh, are you taking on PT clients? Meryl's always uh, looking to get his guns going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I do, but I'll do a bit of online. I was actually, I was, I'm just looking at your Shamrock Rovers jumper there. I had, I had trials for them when I was, uh, what, I was like 18, 19. No way. And yeah, I was listening to your, your podcast with, uh, with Conan Byrne. Conan, I went mm. to school with Conan. He was in my class. Um, oh, no way. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, Small we had, world. We had, we had a phenomenal team that year like we never my school never played football like it was it's a gas school like i think mm. i think half of my class have all Ireland medals uh with vincent's and with dublin but um we had this one freak year where we had phenomenal football like so- soccer but footballers yeah. uh like we conan we'd brian king we'd steve mcginnis we'd had we'd own garvin like he went off and he played premier league football like we'd had yeah. it was just an, an amazing team and uh we just one year and they went and i think i think I think we won the All Ireland or something, or at least got to the final. Like out and I was outrageous. Like and, and Conan, Conan was uh, like I may even remember at the time. Like Conan wasn't it wasn't even all about him at the time because there were so many good players. Like it was all about Kinger really um, and Owen Garvin and uh, Conan. Like we knew Conan was good, but geez, then he went on and had what a career! Like he's uh, yeah. he's so, he's such a legend. Another t- fellow teacher as well, but um, yeah. yeah, he was he was always just the nicest, the nicest guy. Like such a lovely guy. Um, so yeah, yeah it was gas. I was listening to that and, and just looking at your rovers jumping there. I got my trials, but I didn't make it. <laughs> oh shit! And I, and I actually lost my job because of the trial. Oh no! Oh, hey, yeah, I was working. I was I was only a kid. I was working in the local centre and. Um, it was Rovers 21s, actually. I, I, play, I did like a, se- a season or two in the League of Ireland, Aircom League under 21s back in the day. And uh, it was the Rovers 21s and they rang, they're like, look, we've trials out in, out in the AUL or something. And uh, so I, rang, I was only working like two weeks in, in Centra and they rang the, the boss and I was like, come here, I can't come in tomorrow. I have, I have trials out for, for Shamrock Rovers. And he was like, you have to come in. And I was like, well, 
like I'm not coming. I've tried, like, just get someone else, man. It's centric, you know what I mean? And, uh, and uh, he was just like, look, if, you, if you're not in tomorrow, just drop your jumper back in. So I was like, right. So I did the trials, didn't get on, and then lost my job. So there you go. <laughs> and now I've Love freed it. him. That's it. Now you have three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you have three, yeah. Amazing. Look, Kieran, thanks so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. And um, Thanks so much, Kieran. Yeah, no look, worries, look, lads. Look, look forward to seeing what comes next with all of it. I can't wait to see what your fourth job is as well. That's going to be some crack. Yeah, I know. It might have to be a stripper or something at this stage with house prices <laughs> are quite air gone. Yeah, set, set, up, set up your OnlyFans, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd have to be paying people to watch, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, you're right, legends. Th- thanks so thanks much, so man. Much, all the best. He's a good lad. I liked him. He was very interesting. Yeah, good Karen. I was gassed him and Conan went to school together. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, small world. It is a small world indeed. And um, if you haven't already, as I said, give him a follow on Instagram. And he was on the Dave McWilliams podcast earlier this week as well. So uh, McWilliams, uh, a friend of this podcast also, uh, of the Border Parish and all that kind of crack. So give, give that a listen and give that a follow as well while you're at it. But um, yeah, look, hopefully, lads, if, um, if you are in the market to buy a gaff and everything else, hopefully things improve. But patience and all that kind of thing and, and don't we must get Dave Mack back on we must try actually get him back on yeah he's probably he, see, he has his own podcast audience now with his yeah. millions and millions of fans he'd be out driving his little Vespa he keeps talking about and all he won't have time yeah, yeah. hobos like us man you know what I mean yeah you're right um, but yeah that's it for this episode of What's the Story podcast lads don't forget if you go uh, over to manscaped.com and you pop in the code WTSPOD you get 20% off their products and you get free shipping. That's it. Merlo, if people want to listen to the other episodes that preceded this wonderful audio presentation, where must they go to? They yeah, can go to WTSpod.com or else they can search WTSpod on any podcast provider. Such podcast providers like Podcast Republic, which I use, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, anywhere and anywhere, any everywhere and anywhere you can get a podcast. We are also on Twitter at WTSpod. He's at Daniel Murray on Twitter and I'm at Marilyn Main on Twitter. Now, until next time. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet. Too sweet.